0: And ABC Bank have already funded it. Deals just like this. Um, And in your particular case, you can say ING Bank has done this, and you know an existing customer, whoever has done it, because he's already done it before. And uh, it's and uh, so so you can kind of put that to bed. But if if, even though she said it's none of your business, if I'm lending limit. Most of the bank, most of the financial institutions won't do that. They'll either say, I don't know, or they'll give you some number that's bullshit, or they may possibly give you a number that's um, that's accurate, but uh, they don't really know. Because virtually nobody asks what the lending limit is of the bank, and, and very few people, uh, security and security, as we discussed, and very few people uh, will ask what the personal lending limit is. Those are the first questions out of my mouth, and I used the example up here. Many, many years ago, I was the chairman of the fastest-growing construction company in Scotland. And uh, when I took over the company, we had a five-thousand-pound overdraft. Five-thousand-pound credit cards are more than that. And when I left, I think we had a two hundred and four or fifty-thousand-pound overdraft. And uh, but the, the little, uh, the banker is, was so used to being in uh, in a position of power and never being asked questions. When my colleague asked him that question, I mean, he was really taken back. I mean, in fact, he canceled the meeting. Because one, he didn't know what his personal lending limit was. One. Two, he certainly didn't know what the banks was, secured and unsecured. And what you want to do is you want to put them on their back foot when you're in a financial institution. You want them to know that you're in the fucking driver's seat, not them. And um, you want them you turn the card. And you're, you're like, as I said earlier, we're in the process. I'm the new chairman. We're here in interviewing financial institutions because currently our banking relationship is a deposit relationship only. We deposit money and they give us very little service. Everybody can relate to that and everybody on the YouTube that's ever dealt with a bank. Most banks don't give you a fucking thing for service okay now they're trying to get better in the 21st century but not much better in certain countries they're still archaic like those slides I showed you the 18th century banking 18th century surgeries I should say so uh, in every presentation that you're gonna make is gonna be a winner you gotta understand that and uh, the you want to Professionally, now I, uh, as as indicated here in the seminar and and through YouTube, I if I think that professionalism doesn't work, then I I I easily step into the gutter. You know that's where I came from, the gutter, so I can easily step into the gutter to push some buttons, and sometimes I can get it back on track, and sometimes I can't. And if this was a final presentation, and she said no, I have been known. To get up and say, have you lost your mind, ma'am? I don't care if you're the youngest CEO of FTSE 200 or whatever the hell. You have a fiduciary responsibility to your shareholders. And I've even said, have you lost your fucking mind? I want to. I want entree. I want to make a presentation to the board. You may only be a short-lived fucking CEO. Now, I've done, I can get away with that because I've done it you know and only one maybe one out of five times have I overturned the decision but if I hadn't talked that way I'd never overturned the decision but you gotta have a lot of experience and that's what the dream team and the, uh, the chairman you know can do I can do they can get away with shit this this was quite formal yeah when I go to a bank I just asked well you know the information you know why I'm here for can you give me the money yeah that, that's what I do, you know. It's short and in in Holland. Exactly. It's and if they have questions, they ask. Yeah, and it, it, it's it's what we do. It, it's much more informal. Yeah. It's really like, you know, uh, I don't know you, but may. I can call you, whatever. George, uh, I need the money. Can you help me? Will you yeah. help me? Yeah. And when are we going to do it? Yeah, she's trying to be Swiss now. See? Yeah. She's a big shot with the Swiss company, so she's going to be Swiss. Yeah. But i know you're right. I do the same thing. I but well, I send them the executive summary. It's got just enough information to pay, perhaps whet their appetite, and then we get into the short strokes. I mean, you know, we need the money, uh, and that's it. And um, and the system you used before worked in. It was gonna. It'll work now. But he has more confidence because he's done. He's he, and he, he's uh, more casual about it. The more formality you have. The more nervous you're going to make them. The more nervous you're going to make them. The less formal. That doesn't mean you come dressed like a bum. I don't mean that way. But the less formal you are, uh, you want to uh, you want to have them not ill at ease. You want them have them relaxed. Uh, and uh, it's not dissimilar. And I don't mean to. I do mean to be vulgar, actually. You're at a bar, I'm going to buy your drink. You know, we're not—we don't talk about. I'm not just in your shoe size, or that you went to fucking Harvard, or you you went to Oxford. You want to drink, or don't you want to drink? Bam. And and I mean, and, and certain personalities can get away with it. Certain can. The younger you are, the harder it is to be that way. Now, my my banking relationships down in Australia were pretty informal. Nobody's you know uptight about anything. When I went back down, down there many years ago, uh, when I the managing director of the uh, investment bank picked me up with three of his buddies, we went directly from the airport to a crab place and drank bloody mirrors till two o'clock in the afternoon. Then the limo took me back to my hotel. I had to sleep for four hours because I was drunk. They picked me up at six and we started all over again. We didn't get around to talking business till the third day. Now some are less formal. But, now uh, they never did that with me in Germany, but uh, they sure as hell have done it to me. Same in Reykjavik, Iceland. They're less formal, you know. Um, but there's certain pa- uh, parts of the world that are more formal. Switzerland's one of them, and uh, certain hierarchy of Germany, the fatherland are more formal. Uh, but for sure, uh, the uh, the Netherlands is less formal, and. Uh, But you gotta make your pitch to where you are. That's the bottom line. You got to make your pitch to where you are, and uh, that's why the dream team is important because they will have done business, etc., in 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 the areas. They may know a banker, like I I gave the example in the Netherlands a number of years ago. I walked in, and one of the uh, board members was a guy that helped me go public in Amsterdam many years before. Uh, and uh, he had already told the other board members before I showed up for my first board member about the ghosts and, and, and all that stuff at the castle because he had been here. So sometimes you get lucky. And when you have experienced people on your board, it's better to be lucky than smart. I don't care why they give me the fucking money. I don't. You know, as long as it's legal, moral, ethical, I don't give a shit. But if I'm lucky because here professor uh Salzburg is my former brother-in-law I don't care as long as I'm not paying him a bribe and it's legal fine I don't give a shit and it doesn't matter to me and so but that's why you know you want the experience of these other people these other guys and these other gals they did a good job okay thank you okay now um as you can see I have no shame Dan Dan the Money Man, and we're talking about int- internal growth now. But I wanted to make a comment when I was listening to the '97 and the '93 tapes, Harvard tapes. When I was listening to myself, other than I make myself cry because I love it so much, I said something I haven't said in a long time, and I, I took a note. but I noticed when I was first raising money back in the good old days, and then even currently most people do more planning for their holidays than they do their life most people plan their three and especially Brits they've got holidays planned if a Brit buys a fucking ticket to go someplace unless the world comes to an end they don't cancel it I know people that have bought tickets three years in advance Okay, now forget the fact that you lose your money all that but I mean life happens just because you bought a ticket a cheap virgin airline or whatever those cheap airlines are to go someplace doesn't mean a goddamn thing but most people spend more time planning their holidays in their life now that's a sad commentary it says a lot of things none of which are good other than it's easier it's less stressful to plan your vacation or holiday or ski trip etc than it is to plan your business life. It is because a holiday maker will sell you a ticket whether you're a bum or you're not a bum. A holiday maker will give you a hotel room, and he's not even sure you can pay for it. So it's easy, especially with the internet and, and uh, what are those you know those sites that you can make reservations on and travel sites. Yeah, travel sites and you know, and I've, tried, I've told my kids, and my, my son just got married here uh, about eight days ago, and uh, this small exclusive wedding for our immediate family, but spend more time on your future than your holidays. And the reason why, again, that you spend so much time on holidays is because it's easier. It's less stressful. Now, I made the comment to the seminar about an hour ago This newspaper is a headline from three years ago. I used it at the seminar three years ago. And you will notice the headline could have been written four days ago. It reads, Bernanke hints at further stimulus. This is dated October 17, 2010, from the Financial Times. He just said this four days ago. Nothing's changed. And we're still pumping in the United States $85 billion a month in the stimulus package. And I've just gone through a bunch of charts showing you, since President Obama took over, not just Obama, but the last three or four years, we pumped an inordinate amount of money into the financial system with nothing backing it. Okay. For the people that are watching, and for the you guys that are in here in the seminar, the system works whether they're pumping money into it or they're not pumping money into it. The real speciality I have, this, and this, the reason I have this place here in Scotland, is that I was able to do it with no money. So notwithstanding that the government or the uh, the financial institutions are flush with cash, even though they want don't want to turn turn it out or loan it out. The system is based for people that have no money, zero money, and it still works. And so that's what the seminar is all about. Now we're just completing our, our third day, we've got a couple days more, and we have a graduation. But it's important to realize, and again, for all of you that are watching on YouTube, tons of free information on, on my site, uh, and uh, it's, you know, I want you guys to f- fulfill your, you know, your, your dreams. Because yesterday's dreams are today's realities. Um, tonight we eat dinner home, right? We're having dinner. Uh, cocktails are at seven thirty. I see you. Um, but then you, yeah, okay. And I still got to finish up with you. Okay, I haven't forgotten. Oh, and uh, we're gonna have to do our goals and affirmations tomorrow morning because we don't have time now. Okay, any questions from anybody? Okay, thank you very much.